Hallelujah. So happy to see so happy to see every one of you. Amen. Happy to every one of you. It's always it's always a privilege. I tell you the truth. It is always it is always a privilege to stand before you. Not just whilst um laboring in, in doctrine, but just to just to have you as friends, as as a family is always it's a great honor to have you as, as family. So I count it a privilege to be able to call you brother and to be able to call you sister. And um, that privilege I'm not going to trade. What did you say? All right, that privilege I'm not going to take for, for granted. I think we're looking at Sam, right? Psalm 16. Let's check Psalm 16. Psalm 16. That's the scripture that we're looking at. Praise God. Psalm 16. Hallelujah. You know, I want to encourage you that in these days, you have to take your... Come on, take Praise God. Hallelujah. What was it that I call it? Factory wardrobe accident. Or what did you call it? Whenever you come to church late, you say you had a little. <laughs> That's it that has an excuse for coming late, teacher. He said, I'm happy. I, I'm sorry I had a wardrobe accident. So, so. <laughs> That's the grammar she used to blow for me. I was like, hey, accident. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. So, you know, um, I just before I go into the teaching, I want to encourage all of us to go back to your notes, go back to the basics of the Christian faith, and make sure that you enforce every truth that you know. Amen. Because in that day, the Bible says that the sun shall not smite us by day, nor what? Not the moon by night. Are we together with me? Yes, what well, the implication of that is that the natural occurrences of the earth will not will not affect us negatively. Are you with me? Yes. Now you have to. Sorry, dear. You have to build your faith to believe that. Praise God. Hallelujah. You have to believe that. If you if you ask me if I don't believe that, what happens to me? Ask me. You will go to heaven earlier than you should have gone. Yeah. You will die. Your life depends on you. Need to, you need to understand that if you don't, your death is not sorrow. You need to understand that, that if you die, heaven does not mourn. So you are the one that should try your best not to die. There's no serious state of emergency declared over your life that you must not die. You get the point now? So you have to be the one that wants to enjoy this earth. And because the, the Satan is the god of this world. Are we together here? So you must be able to operate. For example, now you should have perfected your 
your heart posture to the point where you are definite that whatever strain, let that virus change strain 855 times, none of those strains will bring you down. Are you with me? If you don't know it, you will die. Get my point now? The, your, your staying alive has nothing to do with the sovereignty of God. Are you with me? He cannot make sure, he cannot make sure you are alive. Just like your prosperity also, God cannot make sure you'll be, pros- you'll be prosperous. It's not in God's hands. It's in whose hands? Is in your hands. God cannot vow that no, no matter what, whether you have faith or not, I will bless you. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So, it's our responsibility to appropriate it. Are you with me? So, you have to begin to stay in God's presence, confess till your heart adjusts and shifts. They said that uh, economic um there's a lot of scarcity or poverty. I don't know. I don't even know how to say it. They said there's no money or something like that. That things have gone very... That inflation is crazy. Yeah, I heard inflation is crazy. The first time I heard it was day for yesterday. I think it was in church. They were telling me. The guys in church were telling me. I don't know who can remember my response. Maybe they told me, I told them, we need to begin to think of setting up food banks so that we can help the poor. Because it's not a news for me. You get the point? I didn't say, ha. It's not a news for me. I went to Ibadan yesterday when I was coming back. I thought I should buy you meat. It was in the midnight. God said, why are you buying her meat? Because you think meat is cheaper in Ibadan. Come to Lagos. Don't go and don't, don't respond. Don't respond to the news. You can respond to the news for others, but it's, it's, they are not talking about you. Are you with me? If not, in Nigeria now, the ways to die have have increased. (laughs) Too many ways to die. I'm telling you. Edsman can take you. You understand? So you have to fortify yourself. Because we are in revival times. And that's why you have to pray. So that God can tell you the season we are in. Because many times the enemy tries to deceive us by releasing a narrative that is not the narrative. Huh? What is happening in Nigeria actually in the heavens is revival. Are you together with me? The news is not telling the truth. The news is not what? The, the news is not telling the truth. The truth is that there is a move of God that has, that has, that has been released over the nation. That you must step into that. There is ordination for greatness and prosperity, right? Isn't that your own story? So you must, I listened to Pastor Samadiemi some weeks back, a short clip, um, and, and, and he said something. He said so many things that whether it's right or wrong, I don't care, but he made a statement. He was talking about when, he started to save. He said he just, uh, there was a time he was very poor, but after a while he started to save. When he started saving, he noticed that he was no more poor and his income had really increased. And I was wondering, what happened there? Did I make more money? 
And then, and then he found out when he began to inquire of the Lord, the Lord told him that when you were saving, you had money somewhere. And so somewhere in your mind, you know you have money. He said that thought that you have money is renewing your mind. And that renewal is what is bringing more money. He said, when you don't save and you don't have any, more, any money at all, you are used to not having money. And that renews your mind. So you are remembering every time you think of yourself, <laughs> you think in lack. Now, my point is not even the savings. My point is that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Get my point now? So you have to, you have to work on how your thought patterns and your thought processes or else. Are we here? Are we here? These are also the times where you have to hear God for yourself. For your, not even, let me not even add for yourself. You just have to hear God. You get my point now? You have to hear God. You have to know what God is saying concerning you. You have to understand your time and your season. Are we together now? So that we can truly be the light. We won't be able to be the light if we are if we are So we've been talking about pleasure, right? Pleasure, purpose and and plenty. I would, I would take a simple route today, a very simple route, knowing that my birthday is in a few hours, let me just, so that we can enter the birthday in joy, you know, and I won't make the church sorrowful. And so the sorrow will continue. That soberness, the soberness of the spirit on Saturday. Today we'll let's experience the joy of the Lord so that you can have strength. If you shout too much, I'll change my mind. So we'll be talking pleasure, and the context of pleasure we've been talking is, is, you know, the Bible says uh, in this Psalms chapter 16, the end part talks about how in the presence of the Lord is the, is the fullness of joy. And what at his right hand are what pleasures forevermore. Praise God. Somebody say pleasures forevermore. So that pleasure has, um, that pleasure is defined. Are we together now? It's a lie you didn't choose by the Spirit, I tell you. That pleasure is defined, right? And that pleasure is the pleasure that is forevermore. Now, the, the pleasure that is forevermore, humans, human beings, unbelievers, do not have the access to pleasure that is forevermore. That's what is not in the realm of natural life. Pleasure forevermore is not there. And that was what Jesus was trying to tell the woman by the world that I have a, a, a type of drink that when I, when I give you the drink, you what? You thirst no more. That's, that's, it has the capacity to quench your thirst. And he can do it forever. Are we together with me? Now, it is only those who are in the faith that have the capacity of that type of engagement. The unbeliever does not. And the reason is this, that the 
the the what can pleasure a thing is dependent on the quality of the thing. Are you together with me? Everything, both animal and human, have what gives them pleasure. Are you together with me? Based on how they were created. If you, if you put a dog in water, it's not fun. Are you together with me? It was not made for that. And so when you look at humans, humans, whether falling or not falling, humans were created in the image and the likeness of God. The Bible says that God has hid eternity in the heart of men. So we are beings that engage things that are forever. And so when a human hasn't tasted that which is forever, he's not satisfied. Are we together now? And that's why the unbeliever is on a search for pleasure that he can never find until he finds Christ. Yeah. There's anybody here that's not saved. You can never find pleasure. You can, you see, you can never be sure until you find Christ. You know, there's a, there is a, there is a, there is a, there is an assurance that Christ brings. Assurance. When you have found Christ, you know there is, you know, you can't, you can't have found Christ and you are looking for salvation. Are we together? You get my point? There is something definite that happens to you when you find Christ. You know you were lost and now you are saved. Now, whether you are doing well or not is another, is another issue. But that you need another major experience to now feel satisfied is not possible. Nothing brings that. Nothing. No amount of money brings that. Nothing solves the problem of man except for stuffs and substances that have that have eternity. Are we together here? Nothing. And that's why in the end also to destroy a man also you can his destruction cannot be hinged to time. For you to destroy him you have to give him something that is eternal. That's why FIR is not 300 years. You are a forever being. You are either be with God forever or be with Satan or be in hell forever. You have to choose one forever. You were made for forever. So God is not being wicked, destroying you for forever. It's because of how you were made. That's what fits you. Are we together, friends? And so we're made for, 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 for eternal stuff. Eternal stuff. And that's why your heart is the most valuable part of you. Not your body. Yeah. Not your body. Not your mind. It's your heart. Praise God. Are you cold? Are you very cold? Ilaria, are you good? All right. Your heart is the most valuable part of you. Because that's where eternity was hid. Are we together, friends? Your heart. That's why you shouldn't. Jesus taught us not to labor for the meat that what that perishes. What does that mean? Does that mean don't work? Who wants to tell me what that means? When he says don't labor for the meat that that perish. Yeah. Yeah. Don't use your heart for what can end. 
You to use your heart for unending stuff. That's what your heart is for. So the heart is for divine values. Your heart is for divine character. Not just your heart. When I say your heart, I mean your life. Are we together, friends? So Jesus told us that where, where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. Amen. Amen. So if you connect your heart to what is not eternal, you have initiated a process of death. Yeah. Anytime you connect your heart to what's, in, what's not eternal, you have initiated a process of death. Death will catch up with you. Anytime. It could be money. When you connect your heart to money, you start to die. All the other manifestations of Satan will find expression in your life, even in your body. You connect your heart to fame, you start to die. You connect your heart to success, you start to die. You can never remain godly if your heart is shifted from the Lord. Godliness erodes when the, when the focus of the heart is tampered with. Yeah. Are we together, friends? The heart. And so, God has a plan for us. And the plan is that first, he saved us. And when he saved us, he restored us. Are we together now? To the perfect order. You are, you are perfectly restored. Tell somebody I'm perfectly restored. You're, you're, he restored you perfectly. That's what Christianity is. Perfectly restored. So that right now, you have been reconfigured to the accurate order, which is the God order. The God, the God life. The God life is now at work in you. And then we now start a process of filling all of our space with that God life. Praise God. Are we together here? The God life. Say pleasure. Pleasure. So you can understand that if you are coming for the first day, you will miss, if today is your first time of attending this session, you might... You might not understand, I've explained the terminology pleasure. I'm not even talking it as you know it. What I mean by pleasure is the will of God. He says, at his right hand are what? Pleasures forever. He said that we were created for his pleasure. His will. His will. If I can get somebody, somebody say, I'm created for his will, I'll be happy. Say that. For his, for his will. So that's why your born again experience is also in his will. So you have, you have started rightly. Bible says that we've been, we've been, we've been born, Abby, not of the will of man, not of the will of blood. Are we together here? But of the will of God. That's in John chapter 1. So there is a new will at work in you. Now this will that is at work in you is not at work in unbelievers. It's not at work in other human beings. There is a, there is a will at work in you. Now, we have to keep investigating on that will so that that will can find full force. 
and find full expression in every area because the will is, is massive. Are we together here? It's massive. So I have never met a disadvantaged Christian. Only one that flows in, in lack of understanding. You can't be born again and be disadvantaged. It's not possible. You, you, can, you can lack understanding, you know, that, that you suffer by or suffer in. Are we together, friends? But all the powers that you will be needing are already domiciled inside you. Are we together here? And the reason for this will is that the power of God is operated in his will. The power of God is not careless. The power of God is not just power. The power of God has purpose. It is connected to his will. So when you are in the pleasure, are you together with me? Then you would have power. Now when you see a soul lacking power, then he has missed the the pleasure. You, You can't have the pleasure and not have power. Are we, are we here? You can't. You can't have, you can't be in the wheel and not have power. Praise God. Do you know fear is not power? You know anxiety is not power. When you are anxious, something is wrong. Your heart has shifted. You should not be anxious. The very famous statement, be anxious for nothing. Very, very bold statement. Be anxious for nothing. Nothing. So if you say that, <laughs> Pastor Zach, you don't understand what, listen, all the matters on earth has been investigated, scrutinized, and the verdict on it in relation to the new man is that it is undeserving of anxiety. All the, all the matters. Can you allow that sinking? That there is no matter that God feels is worthy of anxiety. Even if you, even if you have one second to leave the earth, he says it's not worthy of anxiety. There is, I wish I could hear somebody say there is not, there is nothing worthy of my anxiety. It's pleasure. So, when you cut off his pleasure, relax, when you cut off his pleasure, because I told you his power, his domicile in his pleasure. When you cut off his pleasure, you have to do life with your own power. Yeah. Because his power cannot be at work outside his will. So when you cut off from his will, you will have to engage life with your power. And I tell you, your power is stressful. Let me explain what your power is. So I can understand the power of man, how it functions. Your power is that downfall that makes a lot of noise. That you have an as you have you assume is on top speed. The noise is greater than the speed. Have you seen such cars? They will make whoa! You just find that it's running on, it's running on uh, twenty kilometers. But his power operates like a Maserati or or a Ferrari. You ask, is the car on? If I can't smell grace in your life, I know you have con- disconnected from the will. They should ask, is the car on? That's how your life should be. How are things are going in a way that... Hey. 
people should be saying, we can't copy this guy. There's a way things work for him. If that's not your order, calm down and look for how to step in. And that's why I'm teaching you the Bible. And the first connection to that is connect to the wheel. You have no access to divine power when you are out of what? The wheel. Now, when I'm talking about the wheel, I've not even started talking about the will of God on matters. I'm just talking about the will of God on the basis of existence. That you are, you just exist because God, ha- God will have you exist and your existence is unto Him. Listen, you are too in a hurry when you exist for yourself. It's haste. You have no right, and it's not just haste, it's, it's haste anointed by Satan. It was to derail you. You are, you should not, you should not be in it. Bible, don't labor for the meat that perish. That's it. Do you know what labor is? Labor is a very strong word. It is, it is turning on the energy, the generator of your being. And the, and the reason for that is for yourself. It says, it says you are, you are destroying yourself. That you have to first on the, you know, when, when the preacher was talking about faith, he said that without faith, it's impossible to please God. He said, he that comes to him must first of all believe that he is. Are you together with me? Somebody say, he is. He is. Can I preach here? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. He is. Say, he is. He is. He is. He is. Say, he is. he is. Come on, girl. Now, he is. Now, when we say, stay there. When we say he is, it's, it's, it's the beauty of eternal life. That eternal life is active, powerful, potent, just being. Before doing anything, it's being is action. He says, he says, he says, without, he says, he that comes to most first believe that what he is. Someone say he is. Now, that's the introduction of divine life to you. You must also, you are. You should be able to be. You should. You should be able to be. Now, now, Satan has lists. Satan has to-do lists for you. And they are legitimate to-do lists. And you have an assumption that when you are not doing those things, you've not started living. So all of us start life by wanting to do. No, you are. Have you not noticed you that you want to do? Immediately you wake up, bah! you have not even enjoyed yourself. <laughs> a lot of you don't enjoy yourself because there is a to-do list Satan has sent mail, Gmail to your brain. <laughs> you wake up to make to-do lists. I want to be great, I want to prosper. What about you? Are you not east? You know that's one of his names. He says, must believe that he is. In another place, they call him, I am. He said, he said, when you go and meet him, just there, I, this life does not, is not proven by works. I walk this, but you know, I am. When, when am I, when I am in, things happen. Just be, I am in. A lot of you have never enjoyed yourself. Some of you have never enjoyed yourself. Let me tell you something about the worship of God. Worship does not come from you to God. It's a rumor. Don't go and write it on all these posts and say, 
and release it and say, where is that? Watch it does not quote. Don't quote without the <laughs> Someone will see that. Yeah, what's that? You know, you see, it is when we get to his presence, it, it comes from him to us. He's just, he's just okay. And when we feel how okay he is, we now begin to confess. We are not, we are not being kind, worshipping him. I say, oh God, you are great. Say, who, who told you I'm great? How do you know I'm great? Oh God, you are the I am that I am, the lily of Jesse, the Jesus. <laughs> the man is just I am. You get there and you are amazed. Why do we envy? Why do we fight? Why do we strive? He says, because we want. Yeah. It's because of those to-do lists. He says, the reason why we fight to envy because, because we have not appreciated yourself. You have not appreciated yourself. You don't love I am. You don't, you are not am. Just wake up and, just wake up and behold, behold, behold this new creation. And that should be your state. That should be your state before you do anything. That should be the spirit with which you engage. You don't find identity in what you have done. You find identity in who you are. So there is pleasure in in creation. Even God, see, in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1, the Bible talks about, and this is very shocking, when you read Ephesians chapter 1, when you go to verse 16, go and sit down there. When you go to, I just wanted to let people know that you can be. Just be. <laughs> so you understand people like Abraham. Why, why was Abraham able to, when Lot came, and Lot's servants and Abraham's servants were quarreling? Huh? Why, did, why did Abraham send, why did Abraham tell Lot he can go? Who wants to tell me why? He is. They were stressing is and he can let go of profits to be. He can let go of profits. Anyone where you like me, because you see, before gain, I am, and that's priority to me. To a lot of people, gain first. To gain is who they are. You have to be. That was what the that was what the apostle was teaching us when he was talking about godliness with con. That godliness talks about who you are. So when you are, when you are godly, there's a blessing on everything you have. Yes, yes, yes. yes great gain. Abraham said, what do you want? Emma, you are stressing me. My time of meditation, my time, you are just fighting, you are shouting. Anyone, anything you see, take, take it. Do you, you are not getting the point that a businessman, you know, Abraham is not a businessman. Abraham is Abraham. He's the Abraham of God. Abraham of God. He doesn't say anything. Oh, nah, like, oh, nah. See, when you see people doing kurukere, scheming, scheming, lying, trying to get people to like them, they are not. <laughs> see people looking for position, wanting to be HOD, wanting to be this thing, they are not. When you see people always crying, nobody likes me. Why? Why did you know? How did you know? You are, you are, you are not yet, you, you are not yet am. I'm telling you the truth. Why are you not in joy? Why? Bought with the price, the blood of Jesus. That's pleasurable. 
You should first take some time every day and just appreciate yourself, appreciate the God who made you who you are. And say, Father, okay, what are we doing today? Don't allow tension in your life. Tension is the energy of this world. Don't allow pressure. There's a curse of pressure on humanity. We are seeking another kingdom. Don't allow pressure. And especially the ones that appear legitimate. Allow pressure. Husbands, whatever you can, whatever you can provide now for your family, you are still I am. Yeah. That you will provide it later. Don't yes. just calm down. Just calm down. You understand? Just calm down. So what do you people have now? Can't bring it like that. If I can't see a holy arrogance and confidence in you, you are missing something. It should be okay. He said, he that come to him must believe that he's not yet doing anything. No. <laughs> he is. He's an office. He's, a main, he's the main office. He is. Ah. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't hear you. I said, are you? For the last time, are you? Do you know why God is I am that I am? Do you know why God is I am that I am? That's that's the most, that's the greatest way he can describe himself. Because where will he start from and where will he end? Do you have time? Do you have time? Let's, let's summarize it. I am. You are what? That I am. <laughs> I am that what? That I am. You don't begin to understand Paul when he says, I can do all things. It's because he is. You can't you can box me. That's why Paul says, I can do all things. I can abound. I am. Abounding is not who I am. And when I abase, it's not who I am. I have been before I abounded. I'm greater than my abounding. And I'm greater than when I'm abased. Do you understand that? So nothing without defines me. You need to find that you. You need to know that you and enjoy that you. And destroy the to-do list Satan has given humanity. Listen, and if you can destroy that list, eh, that list will be done. Every, every one of it will be done. Everything will be done. But they, at this level, it will now be done by the power of God. By the power of God. Are you blessed by this? Are you? Then the power will flow. Then the grace will flow. Then the instruction will flow. God cannot reach a worried mind. 
Worry is not God's communication channel. I tell you, listen, I'm not lying to you. I tell you the truth. Tell you the truth. Worry is not God's communication channel. When you are worrying, you are in fellowship, but not with God. It's a type of fellowship. Worry is a fellowship. It's fellowship with devils. Yeah. Worry is an inspiration from Satan. When you are worried, you are inspired. And faith is also an inspiration. If faith comes by hearing, how does worry come? By hearing. You, you, you hear. You hear the enemy. Or faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Hearing the word of God. You know, sometimes I just wish, instead of teaching for one hour, two hours, I can just get the holy sword and just cut you into two and just, just pour it and end the service. <laughs> Tell you the truth. Because your internal freedom is my greatest joy when you are free within. Listen, let me tell you what, what happens when you're free within. When you're free within, I can have joy because when you are free within, you can always have a nation. Stay there. Just stay there. I'm not prophesying. I just want you to stay there. When you're free within, you can always have a nation. Yeah. And that's what God wants us to be. God wants everybody to be able to set up a nation. And for you to have a nation, you must have settled culture. So when divine culture and divine truth has been installed in you, you can have a nation. What's a nation? Your family can be a nation. That they pick anybody in your home. And they think a certain way. Because, because, because thoughts, are you together with me? Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Thoughts are the, thoughts is the base of power. Yeah. They're like balls of power. Your thoughts. They're powerful because of your thoughts. And you lack power because of your thoughts. And um, it is culture that installs thoughts. It's culture that installs thoughts. I want to say two things and I'll close. Culture in- installs thoughts. I was preaching in Ibadan yesterday. I got in today. And I told them that. Do you know that? The very template. Are you, are you still with me, friends? Yes, the very template upon which God gives. His children. God gives. Let me, let me start this way. On earth, what is the, what, how do we, it, how, what is the basic mindset on receiving on earth? I'll explain to you. I would explain what I'm trying to say. On earth, you receive on the basis of work. Are you with me? It's very natural. You receive on the basis of what? Of work on earth. It says, even in Freetown, 
Nothing is free. Why, 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 why do you, we assume that the only explanation for what is free, the only explanation for something being free is that you didn't pay for it. Like, can you get something that you didn't pay for and it doesn't make it free? We don't think that way. Now, it's salvation free. Yes, right? Yeah. But does it mean it wasn't paid for? It was paid for. By who? By Jesus. But the world don't think that way. Are we together yet? Our concept of receiving is, 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 is work related. It's just basic. And this is even as instructed us on how we engage God. That even when you're engaging with God, you want to increase your righteousness. Because you know this God. That if you serve him well. That this is my God. He does not owe anybody. <laughs> There's nobody. God cannot owe anybody if you serve him. If you serve him the way you are meant to serve him, he will pay you. We, we just have that culture. Right? But do you know that God does not give on the basis of work? The channel that God gives is on his is on the basis of his love. It's not on the basis of your work. It's on the basis of his love. And that's why everything God will give you and has given you, he gave you before you were born, talkless or before you did a walk. Because he had loved you before you came to the scene. So he had already provided before one walk. So if I if he provided for you before you worked, then it can't be work that will make you get it. Are we together here? It's not work based. And I tried to explain this in a different way some weeks back, where he said that we have been saved by grace through faith. Praise God. Not of works, and he told us why, so that nobody can boast. So it's not, it's, it's, it's love based. Praise God. So we've been, we've been saved, let's say salvation is that gift. By his grace, right? Through faith, right? Someone says through faith. Now on earth you don't receive through faith. On earth you receive through work. So it takes a lot of training to start learning how to receive through faith. Because you are used to receiving through what? Well, so faith is your spoon. Without faith, you can scoop. Are we on the same page? Without faith, you can't scoop. And so, when God is done with you and helps you to see see him and see yourself the way he made you and if that breakthrough has happened to you he sets you up as a nation and sets you up as a king so that you can you can birth a nation for him so you can understand that our our homes should be mini heavens i can even take it a step further our businesses can be mini heavens that somebody enters your business Enters your company, and after a while, he finds out that he has changed. 
Praise God. Because when he wants to lie, because of the culture of fear, he later found that lie is unnecessary. Yeah. And he's wondering that people are telling the truth here. Yes. Ah. Hey. <laughs> ah. Truth like that. Introduced into another culture. Yeah. Why? So that he can have right thoughts. So that he can have the power. Yeah. Your thoughts are your, is your power base. If you are thinking faulty, you don't have power. I said I would say two things. I've said one. Let me say the second one. Both of you can see now. Now, the reason I said this is because of this. You know, I was having a conversation with this other today. I'm talking about how God wants to shift us. We are going through a major shift in this season internally. And that's because God has blessed us so much. And he wants us to lay hold on the blessing. He wants to shift our, our hearts. He wants us to focus on pleasure. On his pleasure, on his greatness, on his goodness, on his works, and see what he has done in us, and just be. It's time for somebody to be. In Matthew chapter 11, he said, Come unto me. Who are the people? Oh, ye. Who are what? Eh? Labor and whatever. You are not meant to labor and you should be. Why must you have a load on your head? That's what he's saying. And say, listen, don't forget, don't forget what I'm telling you. This, some of this load, Satan will tell you is legitimate. Yeah. So I'm talking about legitimate loads. Yes, That's what our Jesus said. He said, come on to me. It means that anybody who is labored and has heavy load on him, it means that something is wrong with his location. Mm. He's talking about he's not connected to the pleasure again, to the will. He said, come to me, all you who are what? Who labor? That is to say, God's intention is not for you to labor and evaluate. You must start a warfare. You must create, you must release a, a law in your life that I will never labor and be evaluated. Hey. You can even be a servant of God and say, hey, we want to build 10 churches. We want, hey, oh, we want to buy this building, 40 million. How would that, if you eventually get it, how will it give God glory? How will people know God is in the midst of his people? When you got it through Agidi, hey, hey, say God has done it all. And when we said God, everybody was breathing. Oh, we thank God. And God says, it's you that did it. It's not me that did it. See you, you are powerful. You did it by yourself. You have to put some swag on this div- on this yes. life. Don't embarrass this life and make it look like this. Come to me, all you who want, who labor and what have a lady. What will I do? Huh? I'll give you rest. I'll make you be. That's what rest me. I'll make you be. It's not the issue is not the issue is not the labor or the heavy laden. The issue is that you don't have rest. If I give you rest, you understand this thing. Then learn of me. Next verse. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in what? Heart. Can you see where the life is? Where is the life? In heart. That's where it flows from. It's gentle. That gentle is, is, is it studied? There was, there's one was study, Abby. 
Is it study? There's one English word. That's something. Balance. You should be study. That's gentry is not. It's just. It's just. You're just okay. You are. Gentry, you are. You are not. No to do list. You're fine. Amen. You're fine. You're just good. You're great. You're amazing. Just, just gentle. And it is, you see, when, when, when that happens, all your works, everything you produce will have that imprint. Perfect thing, perfect things you'll be doing. Just. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is, is so God is never, God, even the ministry is never an excuse yes, for being without rest. Yeah. My yoke is easy. And my what? And my burden is light. <laughs> huh? Yes, sir. So, can you get what I'm talking about? When I say worry is what? Huh? It's fellowship. Because if you are truly fellowshipping with God, God says that his own yoke is what? Is easy and his burden is what? Light. So, if you are carrying anything that is not easy and that is not light, it's not from God. Yes. Are you together with me? Yes. So you must have a consistent formula that simplifies life. Yeah. Life must be simple to you. Yeah. You must simplify life. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, simplify life. Don't tell us we don't know what you are going through. What will happen to you? <laughs> don't tell us we don't know what you are going through. Don't tell us that. If you, if you go to Jesus... The approach will be different. He says, I want to give you rest. Because if I just take away the burden and stuff, another one will come. You should have rest. Your challenges must meet rest at home. Rest. When you have rest, then he can now talk to you. I said, this is what you should do. Are we together, friends? Yes, sir. Can I hear somebody shout rest? Rest! Another person shout rest. Rest! Those are laws you should, that must be consistent in your tabernacle. Those are laws. Rest. Peace. Those are laws that should be in your environment. Husband and wife, these are rules of your, of, of no pressure. Pressure. Those is when we first got married. I said, I've already, you know, I've already told you I don't have. I've already said it. I've said it. So I say, it's getting to pressure. Have you, no, it's not pressure. No, it's as rigid. It's not pressure. I say, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, no pressure. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? The worst thing in this life is death. And death is glory. He's welcome to glory. He has gone to glory. What's going Telling you, death is the worst. Death is the worst thing, and death has been dealt with. We are not even going to. We are not even going to the bosom of Abraham again. Even if the bosom of Abraham were going to, it was still good. Now we are going to the real heaven. Hallelujah. The real heaven. See, see, told us why he is Baba. He just this week just revealed to us why is him God chose. Why nobody is that? Why is the one that is that? Can you now see what is called apostolic preaching? 
Not big, big grammar. The scripture came back to life. He, 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 he lost his son and encouraged the whole world. And told you people, better, better go and focus. We need to plant churches. I'm telling you guys these things. I'm telling you. These men are not... The man said we should go and plant churches. On this farewell of it. His wife called her taco. The wife did otako. See you, see you. <laughs> Can you see we need a lot? We have to do a lot of repenting. Yes, yes, yes. I'm crying over. I don't have job. I don't have who will marry you. What? Pai Elton's wife was asked, why didn't you marry? He said she forgot. Pai Elton's daughter. He said, I forgot. She's still in Elisha. He said, I forgot. He said, I forgot. <laughs> We need a lot of repenting to do. The man told us to go and preach the gospel. He says, see how old I am. See the way I'm working hard. He said, because there is a crown. I've seen the crown. You can't fake that one. You can't decide that when your own child died, that you behave like that. <laughs> so don't even say, don't worry, when my child died. No, your child will not die in Jesus' name. Don't curse yourself. That's somebody connected to the pleasure. To the pleasure of God. He knows what's in God's mind. And his heart beeps towards that direction. Those are the people I'm praying to God to give to me. Yeah. Sold out for a higher cause. You are not the most important person. Lord will help us. Amen. We need our identity restored. Yes, I, was, I, was, I said I want to say something. I was talking to my wife and I told her. You see, when you are powerful, I'm talking about this restoration of culture so that we can build cities for Jesus. And this is the last thing I want to talk about. God wants identities restored. Thoughts Reshaped. Thoughts what? Reshaped. Why do husband and wife fight so much? It's because they are living for themselves. She wants to be happy. And he wants to be happy. And they are forgotten about God's happiness. Sometimes, just making God happy should be enough for us to set our quarry. I say, is God happy like this? God, I'm sorry for not making you happy. Are you hug yourself? God, are you going to say I'm happy? Yeah. Yeah. Are you not afraid to create an atmosphere in your house that the glory cannot permeate? Yeah. It's enough to settle your quarrels because of the people that will visit and need an atmosphere. Yeah. It's enough. But when you are living only for yourself, see, you do not wish me good morning. You don't wish me good night. See, you don't wish me, you don't send me text. Every little thing. Listen, listen, don't, let me tell you something. Don't, 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 don't commonize pettiness. Don't commonize pettiness. Pettiness is destructive. The Bible says, 
The Bible says, as, as soldiers, we must endure what? Hardship. You must see yourself as a soldier. Don't just be a, a very uh, shaky, shaky weed. You change your mood because when you got home, your wife did not cook. Your mood has changed. What's wrong with you? <laughs> your mood has changed. Everything has scattered. Some wives can create crisis. Say, you dirty the room. You dirty the parlor. <laughs> and you scatter the whole atmosphere because they dirty the parlor. Dirty the parlor. Uh, uh, when, when your friend was coming, you did not tell me he was going to come. Can't you say it and let it end like that? He did not tell me. That's what I used to do. You have never told me somebody's coming for <laughs> Are we together? Yeah. Yes, on serious lots. On serious lots. If your heart was living for the kingdom, those things you would just quickly say to them and learn to just do, focus on the serious things of life. Every little thing can lead to three weeks, one week of quarrel. When I began to learn this, there were moments when my wife might be offended. I said, okay, we don't have time. There's no time for all this, all this mood. You better change your mood. There's no time. Yeah. I said, there's no time. Sometimes I can remember that. We are not fighting. We are not fighting. Yeah. yeah. No time now. We'll just move on. Because I've suffered in the past. You are not trying, you're not come to church, you don't want to preach. You don't remember scripture. If your home, as a man of God, if your home is not right, you have no right to preach the Bible. You don't be thinking, ah, yeah. but God, it's not my fault. If scripture should not say, if, if you are going to bring a sacrifice to God and somebody is not happy with you, drop the sacrifice. I guess. And the souls that are, that are meant to be blessed are just there. And you begin as if you are in the spirit. Um, <laughs> over what? Over what happened? Over what? What has your husband done? Did he kill somebody? Did he use your ear for ritual? You found out that he caught your ear. Pettiness is a spiritual attack. It's a consistent stealer of joy. Pettiness. Pettiness. Have you had quarrels for seven days? When both of you now sat down and talk about the quarrel, the quarrel was not true. Okay, which account are we going to put the sorrow of seven days? Where will you put the account? You now find that we didn't even understand ourselves. I said, nothing really happened. Okay, but what about the sorrow and the demons you are coming with? Which account will you put that? There's work to be done. There is a pleasure to execute. It's a pleasure to execute. 
Say, my husband is not romantic. My husband is not romantic. He can pray. He will be romantic some other time. He'll be romantic in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you are, listen, let me tell you this, OR. You're not going to get everything you want. Be okay with that. You will not get everything you want. Your wife was not created in your image and your likeness. Yes, <laughs> I tell you the truth. You're not, I'm telling you the truth. You're not, you're not going to get everything you want. There will be things that you want that you, you might never get. And sometimes you might get five years later. Sometimes you might get for As a soldier, you must understand that. You say because the, the federal government did not give you uh, food. Bokaram is coming. You won't shoot bullets. You die. Are you together with me? Enjoy, enjoy what you have. Are you with me? Enjoy it. Kemi, are you understanding me? Enjoy it. This is your Paul. <laughs> enjoy him like that. Enjoy it. Don't stress yourself. Enjoy it. Hopefully, tomorrow he will change. <laughs> he does not change. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. And I told you severally that you can't change anybody. And so, nagging does not change anybody. Nobody is going to change. Because it's a hard thing. Yes. It's a hard thing. Some is, not even, some is a DNA thing. <laughs> this is a transfer of his great-grandfather. And you just think, you are a small girl like you will change him. It's not going to change. The guy has had this demon for him. His grandfather for the pray. Hopefully, something will happen. And if nothing happens, we keep watching the good things and enjoy the good Hallelujah. things. And we'll move on and, and fulfill the will of God for our lives. Yes, and when the trumpet sounds, you are done with him. <laughs> and the trumpet sounds, we are done. We are all at the mercy of the trumpet. Trumpet sounds. Get out! Are we together, friends? We have to, our hearts must return to pleasuring him. Friends, and don't give God a condition. Don't tell God until he makes you happy. Don't tell God until you solve this problem. His God is not your mate. You were nothing. He brought you. You were nothing. Your, Your memory could have been irrelevant if he didn't decide to put flesh to you. You were, ju- you, you were just a thought in his mind. And you were not thinking that he's thinking about you. Only him was thinking of you. You were not aware that he was thinking of you when he was thinking of you. So not like your thinking was alive. He was the one thinking of you. You were not thinking of him. So, so he only had your thoughts. You didn't have his thoughts. So you are a thought that have the privilege of a body. Yeah. When God had you in mind, you didn't have him in mind. Are we together here? So we have no right to tell him when we will serve him. To tell him when we will live for him. I say, when you, when you answer my prayer, when you give me a husband. No, you have no right. You, you just respond to him now. Are we together here? And say, and say, Father, I just thank you that I'm alive. I thank you that, I'm, that you have saved me. And just be that way. I say, Father, I thank you because I'm living for you. Anything you tell me to do, I'm, I'm just going to do. I'm just going to live for you. I'm just okay. 
And then you will now see power flow in your life. Listen, this power will flow in all areas of your life. That's why I told Peter, Peter mentioned various areas. He said, we have lost all to follow you. Then he now mentioned those same areas and said that in this area, you are going to have, in this area, 100 fold here, 100 fold here, because you are in power. It is the power of God that has capacity to give 100 fold. You are in power. I wish somebody can say, I'm in power. Your identity needs to be restored. I, I, I still want to round off with this other story I was telling this other. And we're talking. And I told her because I was, I was just praying in the spirit some, some in, the, in this evening. And, and then I began to speak to me. I said, Zachary, you are powerful and great. And then all of you learn this. But my point is to, is to teach you the importance of identity. But he said, when you are powerful and great, you are in a powerful place. You are respected. He says, one of the things you do is to help people. Help people. Help them, maybe give them money or help them out, get them a job or something. And God said, helping is okay. He says, helping is okay. He said, but that's not the greatest thing you can do when you are powerful. He said, when you are powerful, the greatest thing you can do to anybody who is lesser than you is to respect them. Yeah. He says, because immediately you start to respect somebody who is lesser than you, you have let him know that he's worthy and deserving. And you have let him know that if he can have value in your presence, then he's valuable. Yeah. Because when, when I've looked at somebody who is great, and the person who is great looked at me and, and count me worthy of respect, then perhaps I'm great also. And that begins to reconfigure my mind. If you help me, I solve my problem, but my mindset hasn't shifted. A great person has helped me. I want to keep serving him so that he can keep helping me. But I do not necessarily see myself as great. And so God told me, Zach, Make sure whenever you are with anybody who is lesser, don't just help them. Respect them. When you respect them, you are conferring their identity upon them. He says, if you don't respect them, if you disrespect and help, when they eventually become great, if it ever happens, he says, they'll run away from you. And they'll never be loyal to you. You see, because your atmosphere is an atmosphere that brings them down. And so they have to go somewhere else to be somebody. He said, but if you make them somebody in your presence when they were nobody, then they will be comfortable to stay in your presence now that they are somebody. That's how we need to confide identity. How do you do that? By don't speak to people from your place of power. Really use your power. Speak to people as a human being to another human being, not as a more privileged human being to a lesser one. Yeah, you have to watch you have to watch what power afforded you to say. Avoid using what you can only say because you are more powerful. So if, if you could not tell that person you are mad, if you were not powerful, don't say it because you are powerful. If that person can allow you say, allow you tell him you are, you are he's mad because he knows you pay his goofies. That, that is things, it's one of the issues of my family, madness. <laughs> We are all mad. Because you pay the person's school fees. Listen, that person, you haven't created a nation. You haven't multiplied the kingdom. You owe people respect. How you speak. Praise God. How you speak. 
your, t- your tone, your use of words, your choice of words. The third thing you must always do is that, and I'm talking about God here, the third thing you must always do is that you must reduce the sense that you are deserving of people's service towards you. Reduce it. Because if you don't reduce the sense that you are deserving, your, your, grat, your, your, your giving thanks and being great gratitude will be very low. You won't say thank you because you know you are deserving. But when you know that you are not that deserving, then your thank you will be more. You must make sure your, your ability to give thanks to people keeps increasing every day. Never get to a point where you, your, your thank yous are less. They have to be increasing. You see, there is no power greater than humility. When we focus on his pleasure, these are the kind of attitudes and characters that he deposits in us so that we can build a nation for him. And there's a nation of kings and priests. He does, you see, he doesn't, want to be the, he doesn't want to be king of servants. And he doesn't want to be lord of peasants. He's king of kings and lord of lords. And that's a lot to learn from him. That if, if he's so great that he accommodates greatness, you have to be like that. You have to call forth the greatness in people. But if you are living only for yourself, you won't do that. You have to remain great so that you can keep being great and, and, and people are small. Are we together here? But it's focusing on his pleasure that does these things. But you're not focusing on yourself. I call you blessed. I call you favored. And don't forget that I told you today that you can just be. You can just be. You're wealthy. I tell you the truth, you're wealthy. You are chosen. You're not disadvantaged. And your identity will correct your life. Can I give an utterance? Your, your identity can, will even correct your lineage. That's what, some of, that's what is happening to some of you. You are going to correct your lineage. Evil stops with you. Smallness stops with you. Divine life that is flowing from you is rewriting the story of your generation. You are rewriting the story of your generation. And it's flowing from your within. I hear flowing from your within. There is a river that will be for the healing of the nations. That's what I'm teaching you today. That river is flowing. It's for the healing. Oh my God. Marodobo Shadalabasia. Arokoto Venemesia Brada Shakadaya. Aradokoto Venemasaya Kata. There is a river. It makes a city glad. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can everybody be on your feet? I want to pray for you. Marodosha. Elege de Bozo Kotolobasha. Harado Venemasia Prados. Prado Saradaya. I see healing. I see generational healing. I see generational healing. The Lord asked me to break courses. Yeah. The Lord asked me to break courses. And that's what I do now. Let the life of God break every evil pattern. Every evil pattern. That is still having a field day in your generation. In your lineage. It stops now. It stops now. Yeah.
I said it stops now. That river that makes a city glad, that river flows. It flows, 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 and flows, and flows, and flows, and flows. You shall know gladness. You shall know gladness. You shall know gladness. Where your family has cried, where your family has given up, where your family has lost, every generational lost is now converted to generational harvest. Aradoze paradabashala banda. Elekota masuprada shakata. Halaka salata varigosha. Aradoze karadima suta. Aleso sharadofa. Ayadamba zekleto paradisa. I go to the source. I go to the source. And I, and I speak healing. As the Lord has commanded me, I speak healing. I speak healing. I speak healing. The battles that your father could not win. The battles that your mother could not win. Those battles will never overcome you. You overcome that battle. You overcome those battles. Whatever brought your father down is not going to bring you down. Whatever brother or mother's down will not bring us down. What brother or mother's down will not bring us down. Father is a river. For the healing of the nations. That's what I hear. There is a river. It's for the healing of the nations. Thank you, Father. Ah, Saradash. Aratobot. There is a river, and it flows tonight. Corrections are happening tonight. Abnormalities are being corrected. The work of Satan is being truncated. Every sickness that is generational, it hurts tonight. For there is a river. The river makes the city glad. The river makes a city glad. Come on, go ahead and believe God tonight. Believe God tonight. Believe God tonight. Dare to believe God tonight. 
yet to believe God tonight. tonight a generational healing a generational blessing believe God for a shift tonight every word that comes out of your spirit tonight is true 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 so shall it be so is it never prayed when I read the scripture we'll go into tongues and some of you have visions some of you have experiences but just make sure you are in faith for the father is in the house and is restoring and, and, and restructuring I see God going to your soul I'm telling you I tell you the truth I don't know how we got there I don't know how we hit it but that's what is happening God is tampering with your source and readjusting generational issues that is having that is having effect even on your on your state and God is going there hear me there is a river whose streams makes glad the city of God you are the city of God the holy place of the tabernacle of the most high you are the tabernacle of the most high and there is a river and listen this scripture is happening in the house tonight there is a river and is going to your source bringing healings and deliverance restructuring and there will be monumental testimonies after tonight we are going to go through a circle of testimonies for every loss is being converted to harvest can you begin to now enforce this come on Enforce now.
Jesus name we pray. Oh, Father, we give you the praise. Come on, give him praise. Pray in the spirit. You can, you can sing in the spirit. You can, whatever, give him praise. Oh my God, there is a weight in the house. Can we do one more minute in tongues? You have praise here, Yahweh. Yahweh, this worship is for you. Yahweh, see the lifting of my holy hands is unto you. It's unto you, You have